2: Alrighty, folks. Welcome back in. Right now, eight twelve. The time and a comfortable fifty-five outside for you. Temperatures up near eighty for us today. So, a great way to start what will be a great day. Our first guest this morning is Librarian Brian Seedorf from Blackman High. Brian, good morning.
3: Good morning, everyone.
2: Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank uh, you. So, this is going to be a, this is going to be a fun show. I've been looking forward to this since we'd spoken a couple weeks ago. Uh, and to kind of break things down for folks. So you guys are getting ready to put on a fundraiser at Blackman High to try to raise money to get some more books back on the shelves and, and try to keep that library stocked and, and keep it good and uh, make sure students have a place to go you know, find those, those interesting reads and that knowledge that they seek. Um, so this fundraiser is going to be for that. And, and to kind of spice things up and amp things up, you've decided to take on some challenges based on how much money is raised. And there's a list here in front of me. But I'm going to let you kind of share your half of the story. How did this become?
3: well i've been a librarian now for nine years and i was an english teacher before and you know i'm always looking for ways to make our library even better i work with misty jenkins my co-librarian there and we're really good at making our library a great place for students to ready for this one find themselves on the shelf There we go <laughs> and uh and it i saw through our book company Follett. here's title wish and it looks like it's something like donors choose but The money goes directly into our account to buy books. That's it. 100% of the money goes to buy books. Who doesn't love that? So I saw the fundraiser, but I wanted to spice it up with some challenges that is correct.
2: So, so the first challenge I'm looking at here, and this is uh, the goal is five thousand dollars. That's correct. And I like the way you did this because some of the challenges, some of the first, uh, I guess, tiers of the challenge, I think, are some of the most intense ones. So you're going in hot right out of the gate. If they can raise two hundred and fifty of the five thousand, seems very feasible. You will be dyeing your hair MTSU blue.
3: MTSU blue. So MTSU, if you hear me now, I hope you do. Then my hair, it's curly mess, and um, there's gray coming in. So that's going to be mtsu blue if we can raise 250 dollars well i want to add a little something to that z's comic book store which is off medical center has already given me a 250 dollar donation to buy some graphic novels and some comics so z's comic books thank you so much for that (laughs) i've already got to dye my hair blue folks
2: all righty, so the next one then, if they can hit the $500 mark, and this is for the Title Wish Fundraiser, if you're just joining us at Blackman High School, it's a fundraiser, 100% of the proceeds go to getting books back on the shelves and keeping that library stocked. Um, and the goal is $5,000. So if they hit 250 which you've already gotten there this morning, uh, you're going to be dyeing your hair MTSU blue.
3: Yes. Now, next. The,
2: the next challenge, you're going to be holding a snake for one minute if you can get to $500, which I think is very feasible. You're halfway there. Okay, talk about this. Are you a snake fan? Are you afraid of snakes? Where do you land on that?
3: Totally terrified of snakes, um, <laughs> which is why I'm doing it. I have no problem making a fool of myself for uh, students. Now we have an animal class, a small animal class at Blackman High and uh trevor higgins has snakes and he always acts like they're fine and great and they are and i had the idea i hate snakes but maybe i will hold one for one minute and let it slither up my arm oh, and then if i get to that 500 then i will suck it up and do it i'm not looking forward to that one at all
2: and do we know what kind of snake this is
3: oh he said it's a it's some kind of small python it's yellow i mean it's they're not messing around with a garter snake. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to that, Trevor.
2: I, I am I am absolutely already just looking forward to this. Uh, it's two weeks, right? It's going to be, um, and let me get this in front of me here. It is going to be next Monday, and this goes through the fo- two Sundays following. So the next Monday going through so the 12th uh, through the 25th.
3: That's correct. And on our Twitter is at Blaze Library. I'm going to be documenting and videotaping every single one of these, and I'll be sending those out and so everyone can see what an idiot I can be
2: so that's for $500 now if we can get to 750 and and we're we're already at 250 we've already hit that 250 mark so the hair's going blue we're almost to the snake mark but that's probably going to come here in the next few days as soon as that fundraiser fully kicks off for $750 this one's going to need some explaining on your end you're going to be wearing an Atlanta Braves shirt for the entire day at school why is that why is that a challenge
3: I can't stand the Braves (laughs) Um, I grew up a San Francisco Giants fan going back to Robbie Thompson Will Clark of the late 80s and everyone here is a Braves fan. So uh, my assistant principal, Justin Smith, is a huge Braves fan. And I told him I will wear his Braves shirt all day long, even if he gives me a hat, possibly, if we can get to $750. it's. i am also about looking to that one as much as the snake, honestly.
2: And and just so we're clear, if if somebody gets to a thousand, right, each one of these marks, you still have to do the challenge. So if you end up at a thousand, you're not going to skip to a thousand and eat the hot wings. That's our next one. Uh, But each one of these, as you pass through, you're going to be you're going to be doing all these challenges regardless.
3: Regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. And the next one with hot wings, our culinary arts class, we talk food quite a bit. Uh, That's one of the things about our library is that we are connected with the whole school. It's not one department. So we have people and connections throughout the whole school so every now and then i'll get a phone call from culinary by the way and said hey do you want to come try some food yes please but i had the idea from hot ones the show on youtube where they interview people with hot wings and i want him uh, chef Pinnock, chef walls make me some hot wings burn my mouth up fellas
2: so where do you land on hot, spicy food? Are you a hot, spicy kind of guy? I know I know, you can get just the so hot that I don't think anybody really enjoys it. Uh, but are you that guy? Do you go to the restaurant and douse things in hot sauce and try to burn your mouth? Or is this going to be kind of a challenge for you as well?
3: I need to sweat. I need to have my, my mouth tingle from the heat. My lips need to burn. Uh, you know, speaking of toots, I love the absolute hottest of the hot wings over at Toots, so I love that heat. So that one, that one I'm really looking forward to, except they may abuse me with this one.
2: Well, you might have to get in there and do some training on that uh, Toots wing special day and then get in there and kind of get yourself ready to go. So that's for $1,000. So $250, or dyeing your hair blue, we've gotten there. $500, you have to hold the snake for a minute. For $750, wear the Atlanta Braves, you're a big, Anti Braves guy, so that's going to be tough. A thousand dollars, you have to eat three super hot wings, and these are going to be put together from the culinary department. So these are your students, these are the staff, these are the kids you work with. Uh, so, really, a good opportunity. I was just thinking about this. You know, if this was something I'd, I had when I was in high school, um, and you seem like a teacher that everybody would love and get along with, um, but as a student, party, it kind of is like, I want to burn my teacher's mouth, I want to color their hair blue. So, this is going to be, I think, for the students just as much as the staff, a whole lot of fun.
3: Absolutely, I think I'm going to try to. And the students will be incorporated in as many of these as possible with that. And I told one of the culinary students yesterday, I said, "You may be the one that makes those hot wings for me. I hope you are." <laughs> and he smiled. Absolutely.
2: All righty, so we're going to move on to the next chunk here and just do this hour. We're going to be chatting with Barry Wartman, the head boys basketball coach, also principal Dr. Leslie Justice, joining us this hour as well. Uh, so we'll be taking their calls here upcoming. But for the next wave, and this is when things kind of get, I thought, to the next Uh, difficulty, the next, maybe the the next wave of crazy, right? So for $1,500, and this is for the Title Wish Fundraiser at Blackman High School, fundraiser to keep books on the shelf, get more books on the shelf to keep that library great for $1,500. And I still think this is going to be a pretty easy mark to hit. um, You're going to have to act out monologue from something from the theater department so they get to choose basically any monologue for it could be Shakespeare It could be anything and you're gonna have to practice that and perform it in front of the school
3: in front of the school That's the plan. Maybe even again one of those in the cafeteria I could do it in front of their class, and I've done some acting before when I was at MTSU with a theater department, but it's been a long time. So (laughs) they may even choose a terrible one for me. I don't know, it could be awful. I think for
2: the $1,500 mark, they're gonna choose one that's gonna at least make them laugh, and they're gonna gonna try to get one over on you, so. Is this something that, uh, you know, and I'm sure you're uh, fluent in public speaking, you're here on the radio, so I don't think they're worried about that, but is this something that you've talked to them about? They know you had a theater background, or are they just saying, you know, we can get him to do something hilarious and make him act out something funny, let's go for
3: it. I think that's the one. I don't think they know as much of the, the theater background as I've got, but uh, they know I'll do ridiculous things, so they'll I'm sure they'll amp it up for me
2: and and to take a quick time out how long have you been at blackman you mentioned you were an english teacher for a little while transitioned into the library i could see that could be an easy transition uh, how long have you been with blackman and talk a little bit about your educational background
3: um, i've been at blackman as a librarian for nine years and i've been in education i have to count on my fingers sometimes i think it's <laughs> 18 now and uh, i got my both degrees from uh, mtsu here and uh, my bachelor's was in english and then my master's in library science and i just every day is different that's the difference of the classroom is that every day something is different and i feel like i'm helping put out fires in multiple areas throughout the day but we are a place where kids can come in sometimes especially in the mornings when we keep it nice and quiet with soft music they need that 25 minutes before they face the day and we're their spot and kids will come check out books some people sleep which will wake them up before it's time for school. Um, some of the kids are watching YouTube just to have time for themselves. And I love to be able to help those kids.
2: And that is such an important part of the day. It, it kind of you know mixes with uh, you know folks who maybe meditate and just need that quiet time to read in the library and that can kind of get your mind right for the rest of the day. So uh, certainly, certainly something that's important there and then having that library and having those books to read and finding those new books and uh, maybe opening up new ideas for them and things like that. And that's what this fundraiser is all about.
3: That's it, and uh, just trying to affect so many kids, especially this year, we had half the building was filled up, and there were some of those kids that I had seen for years and that I don't anymore, and for a lot of those kids, they went through some trauma, and they will come in and they just need that time in this space, and we'll put out some new books, and some will get them, and they just need to grab onto something. And I felt like my job this year was in some ways even more important. Even though sometimes, honestly, to be honest, there's sometimes I felt like, am I doing enough? But there are times when I think, I think I am, and those kids need me now more than ever.
2: Was there any thought in that as far as how tough last year was? And then you guys think, okay, let's do something. Let's take a step away from serious for a minute and have some fun with this. And we're only about halfway through the list for folks who are listening. So this just gets even crazier as we move on. Uh, Was that part of the thought process to maybe as a reward and just kind of a, you know, let's, let's have a little fun this time around. And, you know, last year was just so tough on everybody. This is going to, I think, bring a smile to everybody's face.
3: Yes. Especially we have state testing starting next week and so I'll have to figure out how I'm gonna do these things during testing, but it's gonna happen. But I thought, uh, seniors especially, there are so many seniors, they got nothing this year. Mm. They didn't get so many things, and they're all of a sudden in 36 days about to graduate. Mm. Let's end it with a bang here. Let's do something fun for these kids, those kids that I see every day. And um, yeah, especially with 2020 going on, and they had a weird year.
2: Let's talk a little bit about uh, obstacle the obstacle course so talk about it's the it says obstacle course with j-r-o-t-c now i feel like there's going to be some curve balls this isn't going to be an obstacle course we're running between some cones they're going to try to get you to fall they're going to try to get you to slip tell me about this obstacle course
3: outside of the baseball field there is a sign and some obstacle course things already there for the cadets, it's called the Field of Fire with Blades, Blackman Blades. So they have all these different things they have to run up and climb a rope, and they have to do the whole the thing where you have to run through the rope course. It is. I see them some mornings at 6:45 when I'm driving through, and they're out there that early in the morning. So that's when I had the idea of they should wear me out. Now I'm 40, and I'm thinking of even considering this is probably a dumb idea. I don't know if my body's ready for that, but I love the JROTC kids, their department, they're fantastic people. I say yet again, wear me out. Tell me, I wanna do what you're doing.
2: So you have a theater background, any athletic background?
3: I do. Um, I've got, I've got, well, for athletic, um, in seven years of baseball, I was the right field kid, so you know what the right field kid is. I was the scratch out your Statistically, dirt
2: Statistically, that's where the ball goes the least. So they, I, <laughs> yes. I, I, was, I, I was in that spot once. I know yes. what you
3: mean. I'm the right field kid, so athletically I've run before, but no, it's good. Alrighty. I can do it.
2: Well, I think we have a couple of your friends here on the line from Blackman calling us in to, uh, to fill us in a little more. Let's bring them on. Good morning. You're on to the action line. Good morning. It's Lisa Justice. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Our first caller here from Blackman High, and uh, I feel like you have a little something to add to this uh, to this conversation. Now we're doing the challenges for the Title Wish Founda- uh Title Wish fundraiser, rather, and this is going to be uh, coming up on Monday, continuing for two weeks through uh, the twenty-fifth, and librarian Brian Seedorf, who's with us right now, is going to be doing just a number of crazy obstacles. We're only about halfway through the list, so uh, I want to get your opinion on this. How did this become? Did you think he was crazy when he said he was going to do this? Did you think, hey, maybe you should think about this? You're, you know, you're going to be handling snakes and doing obstacle courses. Seems like he's ready to go.
4: No, no. Brian's I already knew Brian was crazy, so um, none, none of this surprised me at, at all. But I, I do want to just add one nice thing about uh brian and his co-worker misty jenkins out of that library at blackman high school is a hub of the school and they they will stop at nothing as you can tell to uh reach out to students and connect with them and and just encourage reading they're they're superstars and uh brian good luck buddy oh, <laughs> i'm gonna cheer you on
2: <laughs> all righty well thank you so much for the call we appreciate the call in and uh looking forward to this fundraiser that starts on monday
4: Hey,
2: thank you for doing this. Oh, I'm I'm happy uh, to, and I'm happy to learn more about some of these challenges. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on with that.
4: <laughs> okay, have fun, go boys. <laughs> All righty, thank
2: you. That was Principal Dr. Lisa Justice joining us. And uh, okay, so we're at the 2,000 mark. That's the obstacle course. Um, the obstacle course. You think you can do it? You think you've seen this thing? You think you can you can grasp it? Because we're about halfway, so I think you can survive up until this point. Yes. So t- for the 2,500 dollars mark, and this is maybe gonna bleed back into your theater background. You're gonna sing a song for the choir.
3: I am. And that's evolved and morphed in the last two or three days. It's now going to be singing a Johnny Cash song with a full cafeteria, whether they want me to sing it or not. Um, Johnny Cash is in my wheelhouse of karaoke I can do. So I don't know if Folsom Prison is appropriate, but maybe I walk the line.
2: so, uh, are you a Johnny Cash fan? I am big Johnny Cash fan. Okay, so was this was this your idea? Did the students give you a little bit of uh, artistic freedom to choose your song, or did they say we want you to sing Johnny Cash, put on put on a cowboy hat, give us a give us a show?
3: Uh, you just now gave me an idea to dress up for it. <laughs> I'll have to get that. I had the idea and I talked to the choir teacher uh, Wendy Payne, and she gave me a great idea of of doing something in the cafeteria with it. So maybe uh maybe I can have some back back up on that one as well
2: well, we're about halfway home through this, uh, through the fundraiser, through the list. We've talked about the $2,500 mark. This goes up to a $5,000, and it just keeps getting better and better. We're going to take a brief timeout, check on that weather and traffic for you this hour. Uh, with us right now, librarian Brian Seedorf from Blackman High. We're talking about the Title Wish fundraiser, the idea starting next Monday through the 25th. We're going to keep those books on the shelf, add to it. The goal is $5,000 raised, and uh, we're going to talk about how we can hit that mark and Well, if we do hit that mark, what is a librarian, Brian Seedorf going to have himself in for? What is he going to be on the hook for? We'll continue this conversation coming up in just a moment.
5: Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the things when we were looking at trying to craft our menu to help those who are dieting is the side dishes. A lot of times we're so used to eating starches and unhealthy side dishes. In addition to our spinach, which we've had on the menu from the start, we've added zucchini and green beans, but we've also added broccoli. The broccoli is
2: properly steamed, so it's not too soft and not too hard. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week. The
4: Listen live to WGNS
6: Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLink services.com
2: Welcome back into News Radio WGNs. We are live from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors and decks online at willowwindow.pro. And of course, we'd like to say good morning and shout out our good neighbor of the day today. That's Rebecca Chris And I'll tell you why. She's always smiling. She's got a kind word for everybody. So we're going to give Rebecca some flowers from Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. And, uh, well, that's what we like to do around here. We like to uh, showcase the great community, the great folks we live around with. So... You have somebody you'd like to submit for good neighbor of the day. It could be something small. It could be something big. We all know there's a lot of good folks out there. So if you know anybody who uh, just seems like they're just doing good things and always making your day brighter, send them on in. Same idea with the birthday. Send us a name and a way to contact them. That way we can get them some flowers from our friends over at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Alrighty, So we welcome in now... Uh, librarian brand seedorf from blackman high he's still here and uh, we're about halfway through our list through the fundraiser so if you're just joining us the title wish fundraiser is a fundraiser five thousand dollar goal the goal is to reach that five thousand dollars keep stock in the library with books new books i'm sure replacement books i'm sure books that have gotten lost popular books that maybe didn't make it back and brian you could probably add to this from COVID last year i'm sure you guys maybe lost a few books here and there so this fundraiser is ever as important as it could be
3: absolutely and you know Every year we lose some, which means a kid took a book home. Oh, darn. What am I going to do? It's fine. Um, But we did lose about $700 worth last year, and I'm not mad at any kid about it. It just happened. It was 2020. And so it's quite a bit that we didn't get back, but, you know, they were the popular ones, so I definitely want to get some of those books back. You know, Nick Stone or Angie Thomas or Jeff Zentner or some of these books that they fly out and uh, absolutely – I, w- I was just now realizing too. I didn't tell everyone where they could donate starting Monday. If you go to the Blackmon High School website, bhs.rcschools.net, there'll be a slide and a button, and it shows you how to donate. Now, all donations are online, but it is one hundred percent secure, safe. Don't worry about putting in uh, credit card numbers. Something's going to be stolen. You're good. So it's very, very secure on that one, and all donations go through that.
2: And 100 this is cool 100% of the proceeds going back to the shelves on the library and you guys are going to be putting all these challenges on Twitter. So again, you can you can donate online if you're if you're listening. And you say, well, I don't go to that high school. I don't have a kid. You can find all this on Twitter. Everybody knows somebody with a Twitter, or probably has their own Twitter. Uh, what's that Twitter handle?
3: Is at blaze library. Blaze library, all one word.
2: And these are all going to be going up there. So let's just do a quick recap. We'll run through this list up until where we're at now. The goal is five thousand dollars. We've hit two fifty already. You're going to be dyeing your hair MTSU blue. At five hundred dollars, you will be holding a snake for one minute. And this is going to be. Uh, in front of the students this is going to be this is going to be right there for everybody to see for $750 uh, the guy who hates the Braves has to wear a Braves shirt for the entire day at school for $1,000 if we hit that $1,000 mark and again donations all start Monday there's two weeks I have no uh, you know no thought that you guys won't hit that $5,000 mark this is for $1,000 he has to eat three super hot wings that the culinary class put together for him they're going to have these things atomic I can tell you that right now $1,500 mark, act out a uh, scene, act out monologue from a scene through the theater department. We're thinking Shakespeare, we're thinking something just even crazier off the wall. Um, So that will be up to the students. $2,000, obstacle course. We think you got this, right? A little bit of athletic background, you've seen the obstacle course, it's not gonna be easy. You think you got a good handle on that one. For $2,500, that halfway mark, you have to sing a Johnny Cash song, and I think we added the cowboy hat just now in front of the school, in front of the cafeteria. We don't know what song, but it's Johnny Cash in front of the in front of the school with the cowboy hat.
3: That's it. I will go as countryfied so as you want. And so, if any of you Nashville folks are hearing me, come on! I want to sing some Johnny.
2: Now, for three thousand dollars, this is just over the halfway mark. You're going to be doing ten hill runs. Is that what the softball coach?
3: That is Bob Fortell. He was telling me about the hill. And when some of the girls maybe need a bit of a, hey, focus time, then he makes them run the hill. And so I asked him about this and he said, are you sure you want to do this? That was the first thing he said. And it's he's going to, apparently they do bear, bear runs, bear claw runs, and for three minutes. And he said, it's harder than you think up a hill. Why did I do this?
2: So the bear crawls are going to be essentially uh, not on all fours, but you're going to be on your hands and your feet, but kind of crawled over like a bear. So essentially it's a very uncomfortable way to transport yourself at any time. You're going to be doing this up and down a hill ten times.
3: That's it. absolutely. And Or if Bob wants me to do it more, then I'll do that too.
2: <laughs> all righty. <laughs> well, I think our next caller, and uh, we're expecting uh, Barry Warman to give us a call. That's the uh, boys' basketball coach joining us now. Barry, good morning. Morning. All righty, thank you so much for calling us this morning. And uh, you, you picked a great time, just in time, as uh, we're working our way through the list of challenges. What are your thoughts on, on uh, librarian Brian Seedroff taking on these challenges? Do you think he can do it? Is he going to be able to get through these? We haven't even, we barely got halfway.
7: Well, he's got a lot of toughness to him so, and perseverance, so we're expecting big things.
2: All righty. Well, what was uh, what was your thought? What was your role in this? Did you uh, were you one of the masterminds behind this? Did you come up with any of these ideas? Are you rooting for him, are you on the student side where you want to see something silly happen? Maybe he can't complete the challenges, or are you rooting for him? No,
7: we're team faculty. We're pulling. We're pulling for Dorf. So, so my challenge is, is going to be exciting. You know he's got himself in some pretty good shape, but his but his eligibility has been up for twenty years or so. So we're my our our basketball challenge in Is going to be uh, interesting for him. I'm looking forward to seeing him do it.
2: Now, uh, the next challenge, $3,500 mark, basketball drills with head coaches. I figure this is where you come into play. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to him? What kind of drills is he going to be getting run through?
7: Well, he is going to do what we call our our trail break shooting uh, conditioning drill. So what that will consist of is there will be one rebounder, and Dorf will start with – He'll shoot a, what we consider a trail three, so it'll be at the top of the key. Uh, if he makes it, another ball comes right to him. He'll shoot again. If he misses it, he'll sprint to half court and come back and shoot another three ball from the top of the key. And that goes for three minutes. So anytime he misses, he sprints to half court, comes back, and a ball will be passed to him for a three. And we've set the number, talking to my team yesterday, we've set the number for Dorf at eleven. Uh, we think that's a fair mark. So if he makes if he makes uh, 11 three point shots in three minutes, uh, we'll have ice water uh, nice ice water for him. if he, if he doesn't make that mark, then he'll have to do two suicides in 28 seconds each. <laughs> that's, our, that's our challenge for 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 Dorf here.
2: So best case scenario, you get the ice bath worst case scenario. You're running some sprints. Yes, that's exactly right.
3: (laughs) Barry, are you, are Barry, are you providing the oxygen tank? Is that available?
7: Well, we've got our, we've got both our uh, full-time trainer and our uh, student assistant trainer on call. Oh, there you go.
3: There we go. (laughs) Man, You're going to wear me out, sir.
7: Yeah. We're looking forward to it. We're going to have quite a few people there to watch and, uh, We'll see what he, what he can do.
2: That's boys' uh, head basketball coach, Barry Wartman, joining us. Barry, thank you for your uh, input on this, and I, I know you're going to be right there with everybody else watching these challenges go down. Uh, you're you So you are four from the top, so you're essentially supposed to be the fourth toughest challenge. So something to think about while he's running these sprints and shooting, you can't let up on him. You're the you're the fourth from the highest challenge on this list of uh, uh, things I, he's got to well, do.
7: We're, we're, we're well aware and looking forward to it. <laughs> And uh, Dorf's the Beth, but he does so many good things for this school and, and provides so much uh, uh, positive uh, vibes for our school. We just appreciate him so much. We're looking forward to this.
2: All righty. Should be a good time. Well, that all starts on Monday. Thank you for your time this morning, and uh, we'll, we'll have to have you, keep, you up, keep us updated.
7: Absolutely. Thank you. All righty.
2: So that's going to be the $3,500 mark. Basketball drills, you're going to be shooting threes, running sprints. Are you good at basketball? I, 11 threes is hard. That's tough if you actually go out and shoot from the three-point. You see it in the NBA, they make you know, 20 or 30 a game. But it's actually, for the rest of us, is a little challenging.
3: There's so the problem with that. I was more of the rebounder defense guy. So uh, if you, Also, the guy at the end of the bench he who would, he would wound the team up. So shooting threes, that's going to scare me.
2: So as we work our way down, we got about five minutes left here. Uh, be a goalie against the Blackman Soccer forwards. So essentially, you're going to be in the goal. They're going to be kicking the ball at you as hard as they can. You have to try to block it. Is there going to be any kind of like protection, or are you just going in here with with you know shorts, t-shirt, and gym shorts, and you're ready to go?
3: Now that you say that, I need protection. Yeah, so, uh, Bill Vice, we need to work that out,
2: please. Something something to think about. You got a few days till this thing kicks off. So, uh, the forty-five hundred dollar mark, and this is a five thousand dollar. Uh, goal. So $5,000 is the goal. For $4,500 raised, football drills on the field. Are you getting tackled? Are you hitting the sleds? What does this mean?
3: I'm planning on hitting the sleds. Chandler Tigard, our new uh, football coach there, I've talked to him. I said I see them mornings, and they've got you know their spring practice coming up. I'm sure he makes them run that, that field. And sleds, whatever he wants me to do, he hasn't told me yet, which does scare me.
2: Now, the $5,000 mark is hit right and this is what you got to do the cdc class gets to throw pies in your face cdc class give us an example what is what is that
3: the cdc class that is the uh, special needs class they are those are my kids they come every monday and they've been coming into the library every monday for years now and i read to them and we've done book checkout and but those are my kids and i see them every week and i asked them yesterday how would you like to throw a pie in my face, and they went ballistic. So they are really looking forward for the CDC class. And one of them even said, Can we silly string you two?" Fine, we can do that, Tyler. Let's do that.
2: So, so this is incentive now for our listeners. We've talked about the 250 mark. You're dying your hair blue. Get into the thousands. All of a sudden, you're singing Johnny Cash in front of the school. You're singing to the choir. You're running hills with the softball team. You're doing basketball, soccer, and football drills. We're throwing pies at you. How do we make this happen? Uh, if you could, we have a few minutes left. 12th through the 25th of this month is the fundraiser. So it's Monday, Thursday this upcoming Monday through April 25th. How do folks a see these events happen and how do they donate? And if you could just give us one more run through, what is this event all about?
3: Absolutely. The title wish fundraiser, all the money goes to Blackman high. It's all raised through the Blackman high school homepage, which is bhs.rcschools.net. And you'll see uh, right there on the main page, you'll see the slide that you can just click and it's very, very user-friendly. You can donate whatever. I think the minimum is $10 but if you can't donate if you can retweet pass the word through at blaze library even if you just pass the word to people that you know of that means a whole lot also as much as the money does so any kind of outreach about our school and our school library any of that
2: helps all righty any final thoughts this morning before we let you go i wanted to say best of luck to you i think you got this everybody at the school they're pushing you they're encouraging you i think you got a good support staff i know you're not looking forward to the snake maybe some of these are going to be a little tougher than others but i think you got this you're the right man for the job
3: i hope i'm the right man for the job and let's raise this money and let's hold a snake and run this football field let's do it
2: (laughs) all righty guys well one of our more entertaining shows we've had uh, in recent memory that was librarian brian cedar from blackman high talking about the title wish fundraiser five thousand dollars is the goal $10 minimum, 500 people donate $10, and all of a sudden we've hit that mark. Seems pretty easy, we have a big community. Um, and, you know, if we, if we can reach out and, and make uh, some of this happen, um, you know, it's good for the students, good for the library, good for the community. So a lot to think about. Brian Seedorf, thank you so much for your time and uh, you have a great weekend. Absolutely, go place. All right. Guys, we got Truman Jones coming up with live music at the top of the hour, but we do have one more segment for you this hour. Jamie Lowe shares her story. She's going to be talking about how you can make an impact in a child's life in Ukraine. There are two different times a year to do this. We're kind of coming up on the deadline for the first wave. So we're going to be talking to you and thinking about maybe the end of the year in the uh, winter hosting uh, opportunity time but we'll talk more about that that's coming up in just a few minutes Jamie Lowe set to join the show
4: Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions.
1: Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's salute to veterans. True American hero, Norm Elzier. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran.
5: Your basic training. What was that time period? It took quite a while because after we went to uh, the classroom study, then we had to go up to Apalachicola, Florida, where we took aerial gunnery training, and we flew in AT Sixes with a thirty-caliber machine gun and shooting at that target. The bullets were painted colors, and they could tell who shot what. From there, they sent us off to a mechanic school in Shepherdfield, Texas. From there, they sent us to a gunnery school again. It was strictly shooting a 50 caliber at a moving target way downrange. From there, we went to California, where we joined our bomber crew. Well, Norm, when you shipped out, what was that like? It wasn't too good. The planes, they were all brand-new planes, and they were supposed to fly over to Italy. The trouble was, the ground officers decided they were going to fly, too, so... Out of the six gunners, two of us had to go by boat, and we drew straws. And I was fortunate enough <laughs> to, to draw one of the boat straws. It took nine days to go across the Atlantic, and it was storm almost all the time. In fact, I came off the boat in a stretcher because I was standing watch on deck uh, three times a day, and, and I got sick. Norm Elzier.
1: This has been A Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally
5: owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts.
4: This is Jeff
1: Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tie World on Memorial Boulevard. Precision Air
2: knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an
5: affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088.
6: Has life kept you away from the dentist? Visit us at Almaville Farms Family Dentistry in Smyrna. We're a family dental practice for you and your family's dental needs. We offer general and cosmetic dentistry. We're located just off of I-24 on Almaville Road. Almaville Farms Family Dentistry. Old
1: friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
2: Welcome back into News Radio WGNS. Our next guest as we wrap up the show, Jamie Lowe from Host Orphans Worldwide. And uh, Jamie wanted to bring you on. You had some exciting stuff coming up and and something really neat, a good program to uh, help orphans in, from Ukraine. Is that right? That's correct. To find homes here and, and give parents kind of an opportunity to meet these kids and spend some time with them to see if that'd be a good fit uh, in their home potentially.
6: Yes, that is awesome. accurate. Awesome. Um, well, thank you for this time. Um, what i would like to do is just share what it is that i've been doing for the last four years um i've been hosting a young man at the time was 10 and who is now 14. and what we do is we offer them an opportunity to come stay here with families all over the united states so this just isn't something in tennessee it's all over america and the hope is that the families would want to adopt. We are not an adoption agency. We're just specific hosting, which is a nonprofit agency. And we also, um, when the kids come, they will be coming for summer, which is June 15th, and will end until August the 30th. So summer is two and a half months when the children are here, and you provide everything. Um, Christmas is a little bit shorter because of the Christmas break time, but the families that do make this decision, um, they will be providing the clothes, their food, their everything, Um, just exactly what an orphan would need.
2: Well, what a wonderful experience. You mentioned you um, had had, um, brought a, a child from Ukraine and stayed with you guys for four years, and I imagine became part of the family at that point.
6: I'm personally still working on that. There's been a lot of red tape mm-hmm. um, around his situation that has taken a lot of prayer and a lot of trust and faith to um, go for four years mm-hmm. because it's he has his adoption has not been finalized, but his situation is a little bit rare. It's not the normal, mm-hmm. but the children come and they stay for the duration of the hosting season. And then they do go back to ukraine our hope and prayer is that the families that do host them will want to adopt them um, right now our statistics have shown that ukraine is one of the largest countries in europe that have orphans right now they have about a hundred thousand orphans and that is about the size of texas when the children age out from their school or their orphanage um, they 60 to 80% end up in the sex industry. 10% of the boys end up um, in jail, and there's very little small chance that any of them will ever go to college.
2: Jamie Lowe, our guest this morning, and you kind of answered my next question. I was going to ask you why is it important Um, to bring these kids here and why is it important to maybe try to give them a second chance and a better life but you did kind of answer that how did you end up in the position you're in being so involved is this something you've, you've been working on for a while you mentioned the last four years trying to get this kid adopted uh where were you at before that what kind of got you to be a part of this
6: well that is a huge testimony um and i would love to share that with you guys but i don't have any children biologically i am a school teacher so i have that innate ability to love all kids. And I actually had a parent from school who had told me about this opportunity. Um, But prior to that, I also had a little girl in my classroom that was in the foster care system. And there was just something that was really calling me to that. And so I pursued the foster care program. But in the meantime, my friend, who I also had taught her two boys, had explained to me what hosting was about. And at the time, being a teacher and also single, I never would have imagined that this would be something that I could do. But she, sec- she recommended that I reach out to the friends that I have on social media to just see if people would be willing to make a pledge Um, on behalf of their hosting fees. And within the first week, half of the money had been pledged. And then at that time, I was told that I had to make a decision on if I was going to host this boy. I had a silent prayer with God. I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't post it on social media. It was just between him and I. And I I said to God, I said, if this is what you want me to do, I will do it but I would feel more comfortable if you would if there was $500 more pledged or donated towards the hosting fees and the next morning a friend of mine had donated $407 and by the end of the second week all of the money had been pledged or actually officially donated and that has been the same case for every time that he has come back for the last four years. So what has led me to this, and I believe it's, it's been what my calling is, um, when you can physically see what these children don't have, it becomes real to you. You know, we all have that image of what an orphan may look like, but when you know that they don't even have the freedom to choose things, or to choose what they want to eat, to choose what they want to wear. And they're so accustomed to just having to share everything. It becomes a reality.
2: Not often do you get to impact somebody's life, like you're talking about hosting one of these kids and and potentially turning their life around, giving them new opportunities, things like that. Whenever you have an opportunity to impact somebody's life that's that's a unique thing and it's a powerful thing how have they impacted your life what are some stories and some things that maybe you're better for from having them in your life and and i gotta imagine there's some some fun stories some laughter there's got to be some some of that involved as well
6: absolutely that's a great question because i get told all the time you know jamie you're doing such a good job bless you for doing this but really i'm the one that's received the blessing because the second day that my son woke up, can you just imagine what it would be like to be in someone's house that you don't know, you don't speak their language because they speak Russian, you don't have anything, you don't have any clothes because that's not even pr- something that they provide. You don't have, you don't have the basic essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was preparing breakfast and I could hear him wrestling in his bedroom But he was also hiding behind the corner. And I pretended that I didn't see him. And then he jumped out and, you know, was trying to scare me. (laughs) Um, What caught my attention was that he had this huge smile on his face. And to me, you know, I just reflected on that. And I thought, you know what? That's how God intends us to live our life every day for the moment. And he doesn't have anything. You know, he doesn't have... He doesn't have biological parents that he's connected to. He doesn't have any sort of family. But every day he woke up with a smile on his face, and it just told me not to take life for granted, to live in the moment.
2: Jamie, if you could give us uh, some more information on how listeners out there could potentially pursue hosting a child. I know we're kind of up against the deadline because there is a lot of movement a lot of paperwork involved but i think just as important as it is to get that information i think this is a great story and i just think that you know sharing your story was just as important as as getting this information out um you know to potential parents who would like to maybe host a child how much time is left if they would like to host a child maybe even this year or potentially plan on next year Mm -hmm. Um, but how long does that take to maybe get that ball rolling
6: well we have up until april the 12th to uh, get the paperwork turned in it's paperwork that could be done within a short amount of time it doesn't take that long but you do have to do a background check and some other things that do request um, permission from your uh, like you have to do a home study kind of thing but ways that you can help we have 22 families that we still are trying to reach to step forward in faith and hopefully host the remaining children that we have left. So one of the ways that you can get involved is definitely host. Um, We encourage every family that does choose to participate to definitely be in prayer. We want this something that they feel led to do because, you know, everybody can say that they want to help a child, but it's different when it's not something that is not what you're called to do. So, um, we have 22 families left. Um, another way that you can also do is help us advocate for our organization. We're currently seeing that the word, the awareness is just not getting out as quickly, um, on social media. Um, so when we say advocate, we could, we need volunteers to help, uh, with creative ways to just put the word out. Um, another thing is to pray for the kids to pray for these kids remaining to pray for the current families that are stepping up to host um and also another way is you know a lot of people tend to be um afraid to not do this kind of thing because of the cost but the cost is covering what they need um, and so if anybody is willing to make a, a donation on behalf of a, a sibling group or a child, that would also be accepti- acceptable. Um, we do have a website, um, it's hostorphansworldwide.org, where they can get in touch with me. <laughs>
2: Fantastic, well, I'll say, you know, your classroom family and your, um, you know, your family and the, the children that you've brought on and worked with and the, the boy you've talked about that you've been hosting for the last four years, lucky to have you. It seems like you have a passion for helping people. And, and we've seen that this morning. Host Orphans Worldwide is the name of the program. And there's many ways folks can help. I just like to, to wrap up by saying, uh, if you can't uh, adopt or host a child, you can still help. And you mentioned some of those ways with, with helping uh, with donations and things like that. So I think if, if you want to be a part of this, there is a size, whether it be big or small, if, if a listener wants to be involved, they can certainly be a part of it.
6: Yes, absolutely. We have many different ways.
2: All righty, Jamie. Any final thoughts before we let you go this morning? I just wanted to thank you again for being uh, being part of the broadcast and uh, telling us that incredible story.
6: No, thank you for your for your time and let me share.
2: All righty, guys. We're going to check out some news at the top of the hour in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Truman Jones coming up next. You're listening to your Good Neighbor Station, News Radio, WGNS. W- the Dave Ramsey
0: Show. Weekdays from 1 to 4. WGNS.
4: Station Rutherford
0: County's place to talk. News Radio WGNS all the voice of Rutherford County and the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. The courthouse clock shows it's nine o'clock. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center.
1: I'm Ron Jordan. Now that most children are back in school, Rutherford County Juvenile Court Judge Donna Scott Davenport said there has been an increase in child sexual abuse reports.
4: Yeah, we're seeing an increase because it's being noticed or we have a child that will disclose to a trusted person at the school or it could be somebody at the church that makes a referral, you know, or a grandparent
6: during this COVID. They weren't seeing grandparents. Because if they were older, they couldn't because of the threat of getting sick. Being back open again
4: is helping us to have that. And a lot of children, their grandparents are their lifesavers. And sometimes it's their teachers.
1: During the peak of the COVID pandemic, most children were out of school and listed as distant learners. Police departments all over the country reported an increase of package delivery personnel, reporting what they saw as child abuse crime. New unemployment figures show Tennessee's jobless rate for February was 4.9%. That's about 1% higher than before the pandemic in February of 2020. The Department of Labor and Workforce is reminding people to check their original file date because they may need to refile in order to continue jobless claims. Regardless of extension dates, officials say your benefit year starts with the original file date and ends a year from that date. It's a federal regulation that benefit recipients file a new claim after a year. There were nearly 30 deadly use-of-force incidents involving Tennessee police in 2020. A TBI annual report finds incidents in May, June, and July of last year accounted for nearly half of all reports of deadly force. Officials say more than 74% of those killed in deadly use-of-force incidents were white, 16% were black or African
0: American. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSradio.com. We are News Radio, WGNS, CBS Radio
7: News. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.
4: I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. Prince Philip has died just a couple months before turning 100 years old. CBS correspondent Charlie Daggett reports on his recent health problems.